0: Hey there, Paul from Verbal here. We're building the biggest audio destination on the internet, where audio creators like you can build and monetize their audience. To learn more,
1: all you have to do is visit Verbal.com, that's V-U-R-B-L.com, and sign up as a beta subscriber.
0: While you're on the site, peruse our growing list of podcast reviews to discover your next binge-worthy show. And now, onto to Life Transformation Radio. And good evening, welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, master Re- implementer, TEDx speaker, business strategist, and international best-selling author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 90 countries. Whether it's your first time joining us or been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting that transformational moment that changed our lives, and how we use it to transform others, and you can listen to it live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, and I ask that you share the episode with your friends, your family, whoever you think needs to hear this show and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Sprinkler, Spotify, Tune, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, box the Google, Facebook, Google Podcast, and on, on, on iHeartRadio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Life Transformation Radio, share with your friends, share with your friends and subscribe i favorite podcast platform. On the show, guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, Personas podcasts, cast authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today does exactly that. If you have any questions for any guests that I bring on the show during the live broadcast, go ahead and give us a call at 657-383-1109. Again, number 657-383-1109 that, please help me with my guest for today and my good friend, Tom I'm welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hey, Sean, I am thrilled to be here. Man, I haven't had too many Navy guys on the show. So I'm not sure how this is going to go, but I wanted to
1: have my first shot fired. <laughs> well, I guess I'm the, the affirmative action guest. Right, uh, you got to have a squid on here right now, and uh, uh, all I can say is remember the Commander in Chief's Trophy right now is in Annapolis. Go Navy! I know, I know.
0: So I had to, I had to go out with shots fired because you guys, you guys are killing it. So, um, man, I, you know, we hear it a thousand times, man. I'm just honored to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your military service. I've got a year left before I retire from service, and uh, I get to join the ranks of. Most amazing men and women come before me. So I'm
1: really excited about that. Well, thank you. And I, I want to give the shout out. I always feel guilty when people thank me. I think the people that really do the hard work is the families. We get to go yes. on deployment, have fun, play. And they're the ones at home. doing all that. So uh, when people thank all me, I'm that. like, thank all the families. Yep. Absolutely. Man.
0: Absolutely. And I, I mean, th- this has been a long time coming, you know, having you on the show. If, if there's somebody's. Name that is synonymous with podcasting: the John Lee Dumas, the Jordan Harbinger, the Pat Flynn's. It's Tom Schwab with Interview Valet, and I can't think of of anybody who is more in the podcast space than you, friend So today we're going to talk about that and to your, your main book by now the podcast i love having podcasters on the show but this show specifically dive in the microphone and how you the guest can profit by being on podcast and not just the host tom schwab knows how to build online business he's done it successfully several times and now helps others find online success with podcast to interview marketing marketing at its heart is starting a conversation with someone who could be an ideal customer. Tom helps thought leaders who are coaches, authors, speakers, consultants, emerging brands, get featured on leading podcasts their ideal prospects are already listening to. The interview valet system then helps them to turn listeners into customers. The author of Podcast Guest Profits, Grow Your Business with a Targeted Interview Strategy, Tom is also founder and CEO of Interview Valet, the category king of podcast interview marketing. In this noisy digital world, you can't break through the noise. You just add to it. So instead, you need to get in on the conversation where your ideal customers are already listening. As a Navy veteran who ran nuclear power plants and an inbound marketing engineer, Tom Schwab has a refreshingly unique approach. His focus is on time-proven strategy, then supercharges it with today's technology and podcast interview marketing. An author, a speaker, a teacher, Tom helps you get more traffic, more leads, and raving customer fans by being interviewed on today's targeted, top targeted podcasts. The website, Interview Valet, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, right there in the show notes. Connect with him, send him a friend request on your favorite social media platform, letting him know that you listen to his episode of Life Transformation Radio. Tom, after listening to that, I've got to know, man. What is your why? Why start Interview Valet?
1: Why do you do what you do? Uh, to me, the why, I, I felt this since I was a little kid. You know, what's ordinary to you is amazing to others, and I think we all learn when we connect with each other. You know, uh, in most countries, um, solitary confinement is cruel and unusual punishment, and sometimes we do it to ourselves. And with that, you know, it's it's so easy to connect with people today, to connect with ideas. Um, my why is that connection. Right? Every time I meet somebody or meet a new idea, I'm curious and it just rich enriches my life. And uh, I love that and I love doing it and helping other people.
0: That's an amazing why and a great reason why you should do what you do. I feel like that's the best question we could ever ask ourselves why am I doing this? Like, why keep on hustling and grinding and, and marketing and working and recording? And like, why do you do all this? And you picked an amazing medium to do it in. Podcasts are blowing up right now. Started my show in 2017 is taking me to podcast, new media Summit uh, podcast movement to little known shows. Indie Pod uh, Super Joe Pardo has a, has a conference that he does. Uh, there's so many. People are putting these these events together and more and more and more and more podcasts. And I see the evolution of podcasting as an industry and as an
1: art growing at the same time. Yeah, and it's really, uh, you know, I think people are going to look back 10 years from now and laugh when we say podcast, right? Because in 1920, 100 years ago, it was called Wireless Telegraph. And by the end of the wow. decade, it was called radio. And, you know, today we say podcast. And, uh, and I remember asking my kids, my two youngest girls, what does the pod stand for in podcast? They rolled their eyes and said, I don't know, dad, what's it stand for? You know, to wow. them, they won't remember an iPod. To them, it's on-demand right. uh, radio. It's on-demand content. Yep. So uh, I think more than anything, it's like you talk about, you know, Podcasts and those conferences, really, it's just about connection, right? Connection when you want, where you want, at the speed you want. You know, it's never been easier.
0: So a little bit of a history lesson there. Love it. What I know about podcasting is that in 1993, podcasting was called, was called audio blogging. There were blogs were already writing and it was audio blogging and all the way the era, people were starting the audio blog and, and there's was I think there's 170 million blogs or 150 million blogs now but there's mm-hmm. only, only 700,000 to a million podcasts. I think we're over a million now but there's a lot of space. There's 150 million blogs out there but yet people still start blogs every day like it's like it's gonna it's in their business and, so, it, and um, the
1: or yeah go ahead oh sorry i i it, uh, clicked there for a second i didn't mean to interrupt you but what you were talking about you know of those millions and tens of millions of blogs the little asterisks next to that is like some of them aren't even live anymore and during lockdown right, right. Um, here in 2020 we went over a million podcasts but the little asterisks in there it's more like 300,000 of them have actually published in the last 30 days so um, right. you know anybody that says doing a podcast is easy has never done it or never done it well the the great ones <laughs> like you Sean just make it look easy
0: oh you too my man you too in 2004, podcast officially recognized as podcasts rebranded. Apple came out with the iPod. I mean, I think that was part of what they wanted to do, but it was supposed to be Let's drop podcasts onto the iPod, right? You download up on the computer and have your on-demand recordings, and you have exactly what you want when you want it. You know what? Took. People People just used it for, for music. So the podcast was there. It just wasn't there. It's so A Decades later, it is all the craze. 2005, you know, they're just coming out. And in 2015, it was like, what are these podcasts people keep talking about? What is that? And in 2017, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do it. This is the time. 2017, 2018, like, this is the time that podcasts are becoming huge. And that's when we saw a lot of podcast conferences. I spoke at for the first time, spoke at new media for the first time outlier. I mean, 17 to 18, it was a world end of conference, like, like start like crazy. industry was just kind of up, up leveled. You know? so where do you see the next five years going for podcasts?
1: Well, I think we're going to see everything merge together, right? So I think we're going to see it as just as content, right? So is it a podcast if you have the video and you put it up on YouTube? You know, if, if somebody sees Gary Vaynerchuk on YouTube, is that still a podcast? If somebody breaks it up into small videos, do they see it as a podcast? So I think it's going to expand, but we're not always going to know, well, that's a podcast. And let me give you an example. Um, back in 2018, I uh, had a couple of buddies that I was in the service with, and I got calls from both of them, and, and both of them are down in Arizona, and they said, hey, I realized you were in town. Let's get together for dinner, and after I got the second call, I called them both back, and I said, why did you think I was in town, and they said, well, we heard you on the radio this morning, the morning drive. Uh, you know, you were talking and being interviewed there, and so we got talking a little bit. They were actually listening to a podcast interview that I had done before that was getting repurposed. So for them, it was live. I was there in their city. So I think that's really <laughs> where podcasting is going. It's like it's never been easier to share mm-hmm. the content, to repurpose it. Uh, you know, I've written a lot of blogs in my life, uh, but every one of them felt like a homework assignment. Now I'll take a, a podcast interview, have it transcribed, have somebody else clean mm-hmm. it up. And, you know, I can get four or five blogs out of it. And is, is that yep. cheating? Is that a blog? I, I don't know. It's just it, it's easiest for us now to create in the way we want and to repurpose in the way for other people. You know, I remember somebody uh, right now, 51 percent of the U.S. population has listened to podcasts. That was the Edison Research Study. And somebody asked me a while back, well, when do you think it's going to get to 100 percent? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know that radio or television Ever got to a hundred percent, right? Ten percent right? uh, of the U.S. population is hearing impaired. I don't care how great our podcast is, Sean. They're not going to listen to us. But doesn't right. mean they couldn't, you know, read a transcript of it, or who knows, somebody may be reading or listening to your podcast in braille. So I love that. That's where where I think we're going.
0: us something there. We can repurpose a podcast into an audiogram, and have the words subtitled, so they can watch the video version of our podcast. Everything is subtitled. There are ways you could do that. Headliner is what I use. I also use uh, our mutual friend Hani Mora, has a service oh. called uh, repurpose.io, and my podcast gets repurposed right. To YouTube and to its own channel, and it creates an audiogram automatically. People searching things in my podcast come up on YouTube. So, what I heard is, well, that would be a vidcast. I'm like, oh, here we go. Trying to create categories all over again, <laughs> right? All the vidcast. Well, okay. It's a YouTube TV show. Like, people already have established the fact that Gary Vaynerchuk, episode one of Wine Library, right? He created a YouTube tv show so we equate video with tv we equate sound with radio which is part of the reason why in 2016 i said i have to stand out i'm going to create my own category of a podcast and i'm going to go ahead and do it live i'm going to take callers we have callers uh, like you comes in from virginia sometimes we have veterans the show, so I'm, I'll, I'll be surprised if he doesn't call in. I've had people call in from all across the world, from Asia, Australia, from England, Spain, France, uh, Canada. I've had people call into the show, like, hey, show. people message on Facebook inside of our chat that we have going on right now, our live chat. And I just think it's cool, like, that's how we get to the listeners right there. It's real time feedback. That was my point i'm not going to call it life transformation podcast it's going to be just radio because that to me was what people equated sound with radio. So i just took the name radio just made it a radio show i would want to my podcast because they know what they're going to
1: get it's already comfortable with them. thought process yeah i remember when i i uh, first wrote my book my mom wanted a copy so i gave her a copy she handed it back to me she's like you didn't sign it so I gave her a signed copy, and, and she she uh, read it, and then she said, "Honey, I read it, but I still don't understand what you do or what a podcast is." And I said, "Well, mom, our mission at Interview Valet is to personally introduce inspiring thought leaders to millions of people they could serve for the betterment of all." And she says, "What about the podcast?" And I said, well, "What about the podcast?" Right. It's not the why. It's not about the medium or the tactic. It's it's the bigger thing you do. We just find that the easiest way to do this is through podcast interviews. And so, you know, that's really what we're doing. We're connecting people. And a hundred million dollars. I think it was. was a of that I think change it yeah, when the money, money started to come into podcasting, it was interesting. Uh, I started at 2004 with this business and, and really getting into podcast guesting and probably for the first, I don't know, couple of years, maybe uh three years. I was like, is this too early? Right. And now over the last mm-hmm. really probably 18 months to 24 months, um, I'm like, well, that was the perfect time. It gave us the opportunity to build the systems, to figure out the processes, to refine everything so that we're not just trying to figure it out now. Now we've got, you know, experience with over 500 clients on 20,000 interviews, really connecting wow. over 50 million people. So with that, it's like uh, now we're just, you know, uh, coming to the market when the market has come to us and mm-hmm. everybody knows what a podcast is now.
0: I love it. A whole of transformation and you've been talking about the history. What is, what is your transformation? What are the transformational moments that changed your life
1: and put you on the path to what you're doing today? Yeah, and I, I look back at this, and um, it was about uh, five years ago. And, uh, I had a friend from high school and, uh, Brian Mitchell and I were, were friends, you know, the closest thing that either one of us had for brothers, we used to talk to each other all of, all of the time. And, uh, probably a day didn't go by. And when we both were in corporate America, uh, back in our uh, probably late thirties, we joked that, uh, we could never retire, right? Because if we retired, um, we drive our wives crazy and our golf game was awful. So we decided that retirement was going to be doing fun things with interesting people and writing it all off as a business expense. Well, fast forward, uh, uh, Brian uh, lost him uh, at the age of 40 uh, very quickly to, to liver cancer. And uh, so when I turned 50, I thought, wow, I want to be retired, right? I want to just do fun things with interesting people and write it all off as a business expense. So when I turned 50, I announced that I was retiring and people are like, what are you going to do? I'm like, interview ballet. This is what I love doing. And mm-hmm. with that, with that, you know, guideline there, you know, I always say, you know, is this going to be a fun customer to work with? Is this going to be something that we can interesting, that's interesting to me? Uh, and, you know, we're, you know, to be profitable, but we're going to write it off as business expenses. So uh, mm-hmm. to me, it's, you know to to be retired at 50 and never to stop doing what i love
0: that is absolutely amazing and a, a great way to
1: to honor your friend at the same time well and probably only only uh, retired person that has a, a team of eighteen um, that works with them, but uh, you know not everybody wants to live in Kalamazoo, Michigan, with us. So we serve about a hundred clients. Um, we've got a team of eighteen: two in Europe, two in Canada, and uh, the rest in the United States. But not everybody wants to live in Kalamazoo with me.
0: Well, next time I go home to Port Huron, Michigan,
1: I'll make sure I stop in Kalamazoo and say hi. <laughs> I was going to say, c- come on back and, uh, uh, Michigan's beautiful, especially this time of year in, uh, in the winter, we'll come down and see you in North Carolina.
0: Definitely. Michigan is absolutely
1: beautiful right now.
0: Uh, hot, not too cold. It's humid yet. You know, give it a couple of weeks, just get a little bit the end of the humid. Um, kind of cool right, now, so it's good. Um, uh, I want to talk about your book, which I think – and I'm not even joking. I think it literally is the manual for
1: podcast guesting, the manual. Well, I'm going to quote you on that. A, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Christopher Lockhead from uh, Follow yep. You Different and Lockhead on Marketing, he called it the Bible of podcast guesting. And um, really, it's, you know, what we do is it's not a secret. It's not magic, right? It's, it's just a system. And, you know, coming from the Navy, uh, my first job out of Annapolis was running nuclear power plants in the Navy. And people go, wow, you know, that's amazing. I'm like, no, what was amazing is that smarter people than me figured out how to put the system together so that you could get reliable results every time. And, you know, now I, I hear people and they, they have no idea what the system is they use. And I'm like, if you don't understand how you got the results, how are you ever going to reproduce the results? So I was really big on documenting everything. And, you know, everything we do at Interview Valet is in that book. The reasons we do it, the processes that we use. Um, there's, you know, uh, checklists and, um, and sheets that we use that are uh, in a addition to that, uh, that you can get with the book. And all of that is there. And, and people say, well, why would you, why would you give all of this away? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of great chefs out there that have cookbooks. It doesn't mean everybody goes, looks and says, well, you know, uh, I don't need the chef anymore. I've got the cookbook. And that's early on. What we found is that, uh, uh, you know, I started out with the, with the book. Then I had like a little online course, and this was even a precursor to this book. And, you know, people told me, I, I want to be the guest. You take care of all the rest. And so our best clients are the ones that, you know, want to get fast results. You know, they, they know they could do it, but they don't want to spend five years trying to figure it out. They don't want to spend, you know, 10 years trying to build the relationships that we already have. They've got a business and they realize their biggest problem is obscurity. You know, they want to work with professionals that can introduce them and get them results from the very beginning. You know, it's not just about getting on the podcast interview. You know, like you said before, that's easy. There's over a million podcasts. The challenge is how to get on the right ones, and then what system do you use to move people from being just a passive listener to an active visitor and ultimately an engaged customer? There
0: are so people that get on podcasts. for the time when I coach somebody like that you give a free hey I want to something to you guys. hey I want you to take away from something I want you, you should have free you should have something that you should like stage at post if you take away from
1: Yeah. And, you know, every digital marketer will tell you one call to action and I don't disagree with yep. them, but the same thing that works on a blog or works on a Facebook ad does not work on a podcast interview. And we're really big on testing and we have tested this over and over. Um, you know, HubSpot uh, even showed uh, the, our, results to some people there and they agreed with us that on podcast interviews, three calls to action always work best. You know, a small yes, a medium yes, and a heck yes. So think about it. It's, al- it's almost like selling from a physical stage as opposed to, you know, uh, being on a, a digital stage. So the small yes is to meet people where they are. If, if they listen to you and they're a little bit interested well, give them something of value, right? Um, don't uh, don't go for the uh, the marriage proposal if they're just a little bit interested. So, you know, a small yes could be a checklist, right? It could be a picture. Um, you know, a mutual friend of ours, Vincent Paglisi, wrote a great book called Freelance to Freedom, and I loved how he would mm-hmm. do it. Uh, he was a uh, professional photographer, and he was with Major League Baseball, NHL, World Wrestling. And when he'd tell a story, he would say, you know, there's a picture of that. Just go back to the website, and um, you can see the picture that I'm talking about. Well, he did that for a reason, because he wanted you to go back there to look around the website. But also, he was throwing a Facebook retargeting pixel. So you're going to see him afterwards. So that small yes, you know, for me, I always say there's a, we've got an assessment, podcast interview marketing assessment, 12 questions, answer them, and you'll get a score one to 100 of how this could work for you, right? Doesn't take a lot of time, doesn't take any money. The medium yes is if somebody is more interested, but they're not, you know, quite ready to buy, you know give them something that's, that's going to take a little bit more time, maybe a little bit of money. It could be a tripwire product. It could be, you know, for me, I, I give the book, right? That's something that's people are going to have to invest more time in. It could be a face to camera video or face to camera training, right? I've already heard you on the podcast. Now let's build that relationship by seeing you, you know? So that's the small. Yes. The medium. Yes. The heck. Yes. Mm-hmm. is when somebody hears you and they're like, oh, I love Sean. He works with people like me. He can help me. I've got a need. Well, don't slow them down in a funnel, right? There's a a great book called Click Sand, how digital marketing is ruining your business. And I love how Bill Troy goes <laughs> in there. He says, big fish don't swim through funnels and whales don't click. So if you're, if you've got a big pro. Uh, Program. Uh, if you've got a high ticket item, if you're selling B2B, um, don't slow people down in a little funnel. If somebody hears you on a podcast and they come with credit card in hand, wanting to buy or wanting to talk to the wizard, let them do it. So those are all, you know, that small yes, the medium yes, and the heck yes. For us, it's the heck yes is always, you know, hey, if podcast interview marketing sounds like it would work for you, hey, let's jump on a call with either myself mm-hmm. or somebody on our team um, and we can figure that out. So trying to meet people where they are and it's, it's that whole system of moving people from just being a passive listener to an active visitor and ultimately a happy, engaged customer.
0: So you said fish don't swim through funnels and whales
1: don't click. That's right. No matter what they say, um, you're not one funnel away. Uh, although that is a great <laughs> marketing tagline. It's a great uh,
0: marketing tagline, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, uh, I love click funnels. Uh, Russell Brunson's amazing. But I, in this world, I don't believe you're one funnel away. I believe you're one conversation away. You know, all yeah. of the meaningful things that ever came in your life did not come through a funnel. I did not meet my bride because I had the perfect funnel. You know, I did not meet you because I had the perfect funnel. You know, I can still remember we were at uh, a live event up there in. What was that? Um one Life Fully Lived. It was up in Philadelphia yeah. there. And, uh, you know, I, yep. I, I saw you, I recognized you, and we, we started to talk there. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really believe that today with obscurity, right? Obscurity is our biggest problem. Uh, if people don't know who you are, they're not going to come to your site. They're not going to get into the funnel mm-hmm. and start a conversation. And to me, that's what marketing is, right? Starting a conversation with somebody to be a great customer.
0: Absolutely. And uh, shout out to Tim Rode with Plan We who has been a guest multiple times on the show. And he, he has said he was like, Sean, Tom's gonna be here. You gotta connect with him. You gotta talk to Tom. I so, like okay, I'm on the hunt for Tom. <laughs> like
1: the whole conference.
0: I'm on the hunt for Tom. Are you Tom? No, who's Tom? Where's Tom? <laughs> so it was so great. So and then I ended up getting booked at Pop Fest in Orlando and then oh, who's got a booth? Tom Schwab has a booth. I'm like, holy smokes. What are you doing? And then we got talking again. And then to reconnect and catch up, you know, last year. Um, that was, it was the first time at the event. And then said conversations, right? Somebody heard me speak at PodFests. I got approached somebody who got me in touch with Marion from the Spartan race, who mm-hmm. then got me. Touch Paul um, uh, Joe Desina and Paul, uh, his name Patrick Sweeney. Who then said, "You gotta come to Lake Tahoe. You gotta become part of the uh, media fest team, and uh, you know we'd love to have like a resilience panel for athletes. Let's do this." So not only was I on multiple podcasts, I was on a panel for resilience, talking about resilience, and then I had Joe. On my show, I had Jardine, who was a UFC fighter, on my show. Patrick Sweeney was on my show. I, mean, I had some of the top top people who were in this arena All because someone heard me at Podfest six months earlier. What they heard, had a conversation with me, and then asked me, you know, after the conversation, would you want to do this? I didn't do a phone have to sit through a webinar <laughs> like they just like this conversation let's see what's happening so i've never had anything amazing life-changing happen the funnel it's all happened conversation well
1: and your point is is so spot on there right exposure brings opportunity so you had to go there and, and get seen get heard um, at PodFest and then you didn't know what opportunities that was going to bring up. I can think of my first paid keynote came from a podcast interview and this was early, early on. I had written a, a blog for HubSpot. It was called user generated content is the holy grail for inbound marketing, right? And there was a podcaster uh, I knew that said, hey, that's really interesting. Um, would you be a guest on my podcast? And this was the first interview I'd ever done. Um, and uh, so we talked about it. And I thought that was pretty cool. It, it was a rough interview uh, as I, as I uh, look back on it. But sure enough, about two months after that interview went live, I got a call from a company in California. And uh, they said, hey, the, the CEO of the company um, listened to your interview. He thought it was very interesting. Uh, would you like to come out and speak at our event? Now, you're asking somebody in October if they want to come out to California. The answer was, yes, how long can I stay? Uh, but it was in Santa Barbara, California. Got flown out there, talked about that. And I'm pinching myself and like, how did I get so lucky? Well, I got lucky because exposure brings opportunity.
0: Mm, absolutely that's i mean people heard me on a podcast as a guest and that i had my own show and i was helping people do their shows and i didn't really know kind of like what i was doing i was kind of still new in 2017 and then um new media summit happens this i like, Man, you got to go be got to go be you know um a, a, a guest speaker there you gotta, you gotta be one of those guys on stage you know and yeah, let's go check it out. And by the time that I was there, I had already done my show, um, you know, the launch and everything. Everything went, straight. and I by by that time when I started in February, that show was in September. That conference was in September. From February to September, I had guests like Bruce Buffer from the UFC, Newitz, Mainwish, uh, Zig Ziglar's son Tom Ziglar, was on my show. Some of the biggest names. In their markets, were on my show. Christopher Lockhead was on my show. You know, Tim Rode was on my show. I had the guys from Bigger Pockets on my show. I mean, some of the biggest podcasters, the biggest names, were coming on my show. And everybody's like, "How did you get them?" I'm like, I just asked. <laughs> like, I just what? I I offered them a spot on the show. I the hook was that it's live. It's different. Christopher Lockhead said, John, you're different. Follow the different." And that's what made my show different. This continues to make my show different is that I can take callers.
1: You know, Sean, I'd push back on that slightly because you said you just asked. Well, you already had a relationship with them. You knew somebody, you were there, oh, and yeah. then you asked. Right. And uh, I, yes. I get so yes. amazed now yes. where people say, what's the magic pitch to get on a show? And, you know, it's I'm amazed. There's all these people that are selling you know courses they're selling lists and here's the magic pitch to get on yep. a show and i just scratched my head and um i did a, a video the other day where i i told the magic six words to get on any podcast it's what i've used to get on podcast um top authors have used it oprah's used it um brendan bouchard has used it i know for a fact that this is the exact pitch that presidents of the United States have used to get on radio, television, all the rest of that. You want to know the six magic words? I would love to hear those six words. Okay, write these down. This is the magic pitch. It's, can I be on your show? <laughs> right? And people go, well, that won't work for me. And I'm like, exactly because it's not the pitch. It's the relationship. So you'd already, you know, you talked to um, Tim rode you knew Timmy, Tim, Tim. Well, Tim yeah. introduces you to Christopher Lockhead. So there's that transfer yeah, yeah. of authority. Then you can ask that you, you had done that work. You weren't just sitting home, um, robo pitching people. And I, I think, you know, uh, we get back of what we, you know, my why it's to personally introduce uh, the world. Doesn't need another pitch. But uh, they need another introduction. In fact, I hate that word. I, hate's too strong of a word. How about loathe or detest? Um, pitch, Ooh. right? You pitch a baseball. You throw and pitch an inanimate object. You introduce a human being, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the nurse, when you had your kids, did, she did not hand your, your firstborn and said, you know, Sean, I would like to pitch you your child. It's like, no, I would like to introduce <laughs> you to your child. And I think right. this whole idea of pitching, uh, it's really gotten dehumanizing.
0: Mm-hmm. I use the same example when I speak at networking events and I love speaking at networking events. I go up on stage and I ask three questions. I was asked three questions. The first question is who here is attending this networking event? to sell something. You have something to sell. Maybe you didn't come here, to sell, but you have a business and you have something to sell. And maybe you've already made an offer. 99% of the room raises their hand. I said, that's awesome. That's awesome. Put them down. How many of you came with the intention to buy something from somebody in this room? Maybe two hands. And my third question <laughs> is always this one then why are you here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, You're not going to buy anything. Why are you here? If everybody's selling, then why are you here? Why are you not building relationships? Build a relationship with somebody, you'll get the sale. Everybody's got the selling mindset. Nobody has the you – know, everybody has this what's in it for me, right? I'm going to go to this event. What's in it for me? I'm going to get on a podcast. What's in it for me? I'm going to book. What's in it for me? But nobody comes at it with what value can I deliver and who can I become friends with?
1: You know, there's a, uh, there's a great tweet out there from uh, Rand Fishkin. He started a company called Moz. His current one's called Spark Toro. But I love it. He says the best way to sell something today is not to sell anything, but to earn the respect, awareness, and trust of those who might buy. And I think that's what we're doing on, on podcasts, right? It's an awful mm-hmm. place for an infomercial. Our, our, our mutual friend, uh, uh, DJ, Doug Sandler from nice guys on business. I, I oh, know yeah. both know him. Uh, I yep. remember him saying one time, you don't have to promote yourself on a podcast, right? As a guest, if you do a good job, I will promote you and sell you more than you ever could. So just come up. There to serve. You know, Vaynerchuk talks about jab, 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 right hook. I probably missed a couple jabs in there, but you know, I always look <laughs> at it as you know, serve, 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 ask. You know, if you want to get on a podcast, serve, right? Leave a rating yep. and review, share the content, you know, be of service. They will ask you to be on there. You know, if you want to sell a product, well, serve. Give the knowledge, be helpful be the market leader be the education they're going to ask you how they can buy and it's in some ways it's you know counterintuitive but uh put yourself in the the buyer's shoes and you're like oh yeah that's how I would want to do it mhm it's the same thing as a speaker it's like literally the same thing
0: as uh as a speaker is when when you get on stage you're the authority. Deliver value. People will share talk. People will, will get the information from you if you have a free guide, if you have a free gift. My problem is that I listen to speakers get on stage and introduce themselves for 10 minutes and talk to the audience <laughs> about why they should be there. Dude, you're already there. What are you doing? <laughs> you're like you're already <laughs> there. You've made it to the stage. Now deliver the – Content. Stop trying to market yourself as a speaker. Everybody knows you're a speaker because you are currently speaking to them from stage. So cut, cut that out. Thing. Have somebody else introduce you and deliver value in content, and people will begin to know.
1: Like, yeah, right? and it's like uh, on podcast interviews, or you know, which are basically digital stages, right? Just like a physical stage. If you're up there, if you got invited to the podcast, if you got invited to the stage, you know the host has already vetted you. You know, Sean just doesn't have anybody on his show. So you don't have to sell yourself. Just come up there and do what you're invited to do. Make the host look like a genius for inviting you.
0: Yep. Absolutely. As we close the show, what's the message? the audience what is the takeaway that you want to give the audience on this episode
1: yeah i mentioned it earlier and it's really a theme that's gone through my life what's ordinary to you is amazing to others you've learned things in your life how to be a, a parent how to a, how to be resilient how to get through things you know how to have a transformation in your life now you're blessed to be a blessing so take what you've learned and bless other people with it. Share it with them. And it's never been easier today. You know, Blogs, videos, as a podcast, as a host or a guest. And if you know I can help you in any way with that, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. There you go. Tom,
0: absolutely to have you on the show uh, doing amazing, amazing work in the podcast space with Interview LA. And I just wish you the best for the rest of 2020. Thank you, Sean. Life Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting not only an in industry, but the entire world as a whole. Connect with them. Go to interviewla.com. Go to LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Connect with them on your favorite social media forum. Send them a friend request. Let them know you listen to his episode of. Life Transformation Radio. And if you want an amazing, amazing company to market you and get you on the top-rated podcasts so that you can serve their audience, contact Tom and his team at interviewvalet.com. As I close the show, I always say live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core value, living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.